Hallelujah. Thank you for this time once again. Lord, help us. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom, Holy Spirit. Give us wisdom, Holy Spirit. Let's look at the principles of greatness. The principles of greatness. Greatness is not void of challenges. And it does not describe a life void of challenges. Most times, if, in fact, it has to do with more challenges. What makes a man great is his ability to conquer self and all fears along his way towards his life's greatest pursuit. A man becomes great when, despite all odds and all this, he attained or attains his visions. That is greatness. The car you've got is not greatness. Neither is the neither are the houses you have, but your resolution to be successful against all odds and opposition. You see, everything you can point to your cars, your luxuries, your houses, the phone you are having, and the spare cars you have, and everything that makes you convenient are just but results that come from greatness. But that is not greatness, actually. In Genesis chapter 40, 26, 12, and 14, like we read, we read that Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became very great, for he had great possessions of flocks and possessions of herds, great stores of servants, and the Philistine envied him. Now we saw greatness and the principle of greatness, consistency with what you are doing. Multiple streams of income, having chains of income, beginning a thing. So from that simple scripture, we can say at least seven things. But before we mention those seven things, let me say this. No one becomes great suddenly. Greatness takes a time. Because it has to be built. Whether permit me, whether sources in career, in marriage, in business, in industry, in ministry, or in any endeavor you may be given to, you've got to know that it will take you some time to build that greatness or to build that desire hand you hope. It won't just happen to you suddenly. If it happens to you, you know what you don't, you don't consciously build. You don't learn principles to build your own maintain. So, greatness has to be built. That is the nature of the science of being great. Now, let me give you the seven principles of greatness. Number one is seed sowing. From that scripture, we saw seed sowing. Isaac sowed in the life. That has to do with doing something with your life and time. Beginning something that will take you into greatness. That will take you from where you are now to where you need to be or where you ought to be. So, that makes us to believe that greatness is, is a journey. No one gets their idea. Okay? You've got to work it. Number two is process. On the process, you've got to know that it takes one step after a time to be great. Number three, we have time. 
On that time, we've got to know that it will take commitment of effort to resource six. And this will continue for days, for months, for years, like in the case of Isaac we read. The word of the living God told us that he sowed in the land and in that year. So it took a process. It was not the day he sowed the reaped. Number three, time. Okay, I mentioned time. Okay, number four now, service. It requires you doing something. Isaac sold. What are you sowing? What are you doing? You can't sit idle and you want to be great. There will be something you are committed to that will make you great. If you do nothing, you will be nothing. So it takes commitment of effort to resources to be great. Number five, you have consistency. It demands being steady and steadfast. I know that some people who have started a lot of things. They do it for a while and after a while they went to rest. They are just fed up. You can't be great like that. Another thing is that, which is very important, is relationship and connection. Those people around you can be positive or negative influence you. Who do you keep? Which conflict do you keep? And the last principle, which is the mother of all, is a principle, is an institution, is the greatest of all. From it, every other principle is find its way. And that principle is God. I chose to bring it last. Because the most important. God is the foundation of anything you want to become. Look at Mark, um, what is people say me? John chapter 15. Jesus Christ told us clearly that a set ways people abide in and we can't be anything. And that is a fact. We can't be anything. But we've got to be disciplined, we've got to be consistent. You know, I talk about consistency. We know we have people who picked a job today and the next few months they have resigned running after another thing. They propose to a lady today and after a few months they become tired of the relationship and they seek how to break the relationship and never mind about the emotions of the woman. They wound their emotions and let her go away. The word of the Lord left a one to these people. They said, unstable like water, they will not exist. Do you want to be great? Then you have to find the most important aspect of your life, that very area that you seek to excel in, then you have to serve in that area. Serve your gift in that area as never before. Not trying to steal the show, not trying to, 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 to be men pleasers, not trying to, to, to please people. And don't not just serve for a while, serve, serve long enough. With patience and commitment, so there. With love and passion, without groanings, without reluctance, then you will excel. Yet yeah, is clearly. No one has been great, nor can any be great, nor will any be great if unstable. Being unstable in the area of loyalty and consistency of labor or service will rob you of your greatness. Apostle Paul told us another principle of greatness. And that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. And that's the accord to the last principle I mentioned, which is principle 7, which is God. He said, I planted. What are you doing? What are you planting? Apollos watered it. Oh, God has been making it grow. What have you planted that God has to make grow? Think about that. Now, where we shall round it off, then we will pray.
is this. I titled it What to Do in You in Order to Be Great in Your Whatever Area of Assignment. What to do in order to be great in whatever area of assignment. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, we are all great. But how we manifest the reality that is locked up in us is determined by certain things. And I'm going to mention them. How do we influence other people for God's kingdom? How do we become that thing God has destined us to be? How can, how can that yearning in us find its cause? I am not satisfied with what we have alighted so far. So we have to mention some things more. I feel there is more on this subject. I know if a man knows what he wants out of life, and if he desires it passionately, go after it at all costs in godly fear and reverence and self-discipline, he will get it. But I wish that is all. That seems to be sound and accurate and correct. But I still want to emphasize the fact that God is the main factor. And if that factor is missing, everything will not align. Why well, have yeah, I said this? Because there are, there are many frustrated people out there who are done this exact thing. They have, they, have, they, have, they have found out what they want to do. They've decided passionately. They've gone after it passionately. They've, they've prayed, they've fasted, they did everything and yet they are frustrated. In fact, they, are, they, 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 they fell flat. So there is something more about greatness only God can reveal and distill in an individual. Maybe I will pray more and then continue those teachings some other time. And our cry is going to be that God will show us how men really become great. But before we stop finally, I will say this. If the purpose of greatness is not known, it will destroy you. <laughs> that is very key. If success is not tamed by God's wisdom and spirit, it will destroy you. And that's why you need God as a factor. Now, what I really want to focus on here is another different but similar concern. I want to ask, how can one start something for God and live in response to that unrelenting impressions and unchanged? And that's one of the things that inspired this work. Like I said in the previous episode, that my own definition of greatness is influence. It's ability to start something, maintain something, and grow it. And I said sometimes ago that the climax of a man's life is at begins at that moment, it begins something along this area of calling. I want to listen to previous episode on what you are supposed to be doing now. So starting something. Along the area of your passion, like David said, the purpose of the Lord is the beginning of greatness. Doing or starting what God wants you to do. And doing it now because fear has paralyzed a lot of people. If you don't do it now, it may be late. Like I said in the previous episode, if Noah had not started building the ark, he wouldn't have known that it would take 120 years. Or if he had delayed building it, maybe there is about 20 or 30 years to the end of his life, he begun that act. He would not complete that act before the rain started. He would have been wiped away. Or if he died and his son did not understand, his children did not understand the thing God had given to him, they are going to suffer for it. So early starting to matters. No athlete is a late starter. They begin early. Begin something now. However little. 
Oh, glory be to God in the highest. Banish fear. Fear has paralyzed a lot of people and have stopped them from starting what God or what instinct had steered them to start. But now let's ask as we round off. How do we begin something for God? I will give you seven points. Then we round off. Number one. Receive clarity from God. Let him give you the template and the manner of what he wants you to do. Number two. Find a mentor or a trainer on that thing you intend to begin or to do. Never you dabble into anything except you have been thoroughly trained or still connect with someone, somewhere, somehow who understands or who is practicing what you want to do. Number three, save towards your visions and borrow less. Number four, raise team members. Break away from your reservation. If you don't meet people or that you are very isolating, you have got to conquer that habit. Isolation will not do it. You've got to learn to deal with others, especially as believers. God has called us to, to make disciples or to teach people. How do we do that if we, if we isolate ourselves? So we have to break free from our, from our shell and our shyness. So staying indoors won't help you except your business or your assignment is noble or internet based and there's no high even if it's internet based, you still have to deal with people. So there is nothing practically possible without contact with the people. Now let's go to number five. Number five, read many biographies on the area you want to venture into. And I want to appeal this strongly. Biographies matters. Read biographies. Number six, pray. Fast and engage in critical thinking. Overcome your fears. The more near or closer you become to what God wants you to do, the more prayer you should do. The more time you give to prayer. The more prayer you should do. The more you pray, the more you study, the more clarity you get. So the last one, the time you want to begin. Put a little thing in place. Then launch out by faith, trusting God for increase. And I say this as I, as I close. No one has started out in life great. Everyone became great and good at something they actually started. Like Isaac sowed, they had to do something too. God will not do it for you until you did it. He was going to give you the courage and the wisdom and the hunches to begin. But you've got the courage to start out. No one starts out great and impressive. Except the starts. They did not start greatly and impressively, but they just had to begin something, however little. I know when Jesus Christ was teaching the kingdom of God, he said the kingdom of God is just like an east put in a door, and it it does what it 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 it, it, it expands it. Anything you begin, you begin as a potential to becoming great. But if you don't begin anything, you can't even can't become great. So every great industry, every great ministry or anything at all you've heard about first started out little and then with consistency it gained stability and, matur- and maturity. If you can be courageous, if you can trust God, if you can trust your instinct, if you can dear fellow and trust God, trust your friend, liaise with people that believe in your vision, you will astound yourself and you even astound your critics. Greatness begins with an heart. It is built by consistency, it is built by diligence and a good team spirit. Before you start complaining, begin first. 
begin something. Learn on the adventure. No expert will give you the perfect knowledge you need in the class. You will learn many things on your own while on the job. Like Kenneth Copeland shared in one of his experience, he told us how he learned many things about flying aircraft by himself. More than he learned by the teacher's instruction in the class. So learn. I believe I've been able to speak to you. And I think we are able to do three episodes. Actually, it would have been two. One broke. So this is a kind of continuation of the one that broke. Get the other ones and listen to. And I know the Holy Ghost will direct you. The courage you need to start, the Lord will give to you. He will sensitize you as to the right time. He will cause situations that would make it a necessity for you to begin something. You will not waste away. In the name of Jesus. Let me pray. Father, we pray that you show us the way to the top. In our career, in our marriage, in our ministries, in our businesses, in our relationship, in every endeavors of our life, in every perspective we maintain on what views. Father, we pray that you will reveal to us how men become great. And as you have revealed a bit to us, help us to take steps, help us to be positive, help us not to wait too long. In the name of Jesus. Thank you because of showing us what, how, it, how, how to become great. And thank you because of this season. Thank you for what you are learning. We know you will show us more. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. I want to pray, meditate, think, and... I believe you have jotted something. If you have not jotted something, maybe you have to listen again and jot something. And after jotting something, pray. Set a time. Set a goal. Get a mentor you have to submit to. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you.